The Answer. Okay, 937, we continue on AM 1420, The Answer. I want to welcome to the program a good friend of the program and a good friend of the people of Northeast Ohio, as far as I'm concerned. He is the president of the Ohio Christian Alliance, Pastor Chris Long on AM 1420, The Answer. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Good morning, Bob. Good to be with you this morning. What a great service you are intending to provide to uh, tonight at, uh, at a very important event for people who just don't know what's going on as it pertains to vaccine mandates and whether or not there's a way out, whether or not there is something that they can do uh, to, to avoid having to, against their will, take this very precarious profit jab. And that's what I call these things. So tell us what you're hosting tonight, Chris. Well, first of all, let me thank you, Bob. I've been listening to the program for the last several weeks, and you've been covering this subject, and I appreciate the information you're providing to the general public because it's not easy to obtain. As you know and I know, social media and media at large has really run cover for the big uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies when it comes to the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine. And it's been very difficult to get information out to our people. So we've been holding these smaller group meetings to help people who cannot take the vaccine, either for religious, personal, or um, health reasons. And we are providing them information that they can file a religious exemption. Now, religious exemptions are being accepted uh, here at local area hospitals who have mandated the vaccine. I want to say something. You know, the renowned Cleveland Clinic in our own backyard, very smartly, chose not to mandate the vaccine along with university hospitals. I think that's very interesting and a very important point. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to make that point to the legislators down at the State House of why they need to move on legislation that would expand exemptions and really ban uh, these vaccine mandates. But uh, there's other interests involved there. We'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, you know, Cleveland Clinic, what have they said? They said, we can least afford to lose these healthcare workers over the vaccine mandate at a time we're going to need them most. No one denies that COVID is out there, that it's real, that people are being infected by it, but it seems at this point, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, the breakthrough cases are maybe rivaling those who are unvaccinated. So everyone knows that now. We all, you know, it's funny, our governor said, and you remember this last year, we're going to get through this together. It's unfortunate how he stated and said there are now two Ohios. We called him out on that, by the way, some weeks ago when he said there's now two Ohios, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And we called him out. We said that's very unwise for the the leader of our state to state that, that he went against his own advisement. He didn't respond to us directly, but I can tell you that he quieted down of that kind of rhetoric thereafter because we don't need that from our leaders right now. What we need is an adult conversation in the general public of how we're going to get through this thing. So there are those who cannot take the vaccine, but being ter- they're being threatened of losing their employment. First, it was the hospitals, right, the various hospital groups yep. around Ohio. Not all, but some. And these were nurses who worked last year without a vaccine on the front lines of COVID. They were the heroes. This year, they were being shown the door if they didn't get the vaccine by a certain date. And so we helped a number of people locally to obtain uh, religious exemptions. Now, it's very simple. You don't need an attorney for this. And we're not a, uh, we're not a law group. We are a legal advocacy organization for uh, people of faith in the state of Ohio. We've had 30 years of history. I've been with the organization for the last 20. But if you'd asked me four months ago, how do you fill out a religious exemption form? I was pretty much in the dark like everybody else. Well, now we have real working knowledge 
on how to do this because my wife went through this. She's been an RN for 22 years. She was faced with uh, termination of an employment if she didn't be, get the jab, uh, the vaccine, and she was not going to take it. So uh, basically, uh, she filed for religious exemption. But we're, what we're doing is giving people some very simple guidelines. Now, tonight at 7 o'clock at the Nazarene Church in Wadsworth, that's on Route 94, the address is 743 High Street, Wadsworth, Ohio, 7 o'clock tonight. Myself and State Representative Scott Wiggum will be presenting. I'll be talking about religious exemptions. We'll have some material there for people, some handouts. Uh, the Liberty Council National Law Group has been very helpful uh, in this regard, and their, their law team. So we've been able to help folks uh, obtain religious exemptions, and it's very simple. You, again, in this regard, less is more. You don't have to become that detailed. You don't need to have the 95 thesis on your religious exemption form. It's really uh, advised that you become very simple because it's your statement of faith. You don't need your, your church's endorsement, your pastor's endorsement, or even your denomination's endorsement. It's your statement of faith. I kind of like that, Bob, because I'm going to tell you, I think for a lot of people, they need to have that moment of asking themselves, where do I stand in my faith? And you're a little bit like Daniel in the lion's den on this one. And so this is really an interesting moment for a lot of people. And I realize there are a lot of people sincerely and said, you know, I'm not going to take the religious exemption. I'm going to fight this another way. I absolutely respect that, and I agree with that. I think that uh, uh, medical exemptions ought to be expanded. Unfortunately, you need the aid of a doctor to attest to your medical exemption, and that's been hard for some people to obtain. The religious exemption is working because it basically comes down to your statement, and your employer, if they question that, they can then be investigated by the feds. This is on employee uh, rights, basically, the 1964 Civil Rights Code. Peter Kersenauer, of course, could talk about that, the guest that you've had on many times, mm -hmm. well-versed in that regard. The 1964 Civil Rights Code, Title VII, this is employee, basically your religious rights. And that's what we're falling back on on this one for those who are not taking the vaccine but filing for an exemption. Uh, we are talking with Chris Long, the president of the Ohio Christian Alliance, about this very important event tonight to give more information. He's giving us a lot of it right now, but the, the details are going to be what's important tonight when uh, State Representative Scott Wiggum joins uh, Chris uh, at the Nazarene Church, as he said, in Wadsworth. And we'll hit that uh, location again in a moment here. But, Chris, you know, we, we have seen a lot of... Um, places that are mandating and many of them are private businesses that are mandating uh, uh vaccinations or big pharma profit shots as i call them because they're not actually vaccines uh but you know and they're saying you you do have an opportunity to present uh a request for a religious exemption but these are almost being rubber stamped no and in fact i've seen uh, a couple examples of that, um, where there are federal contractors who are, you know, by 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 order of Joe Biden, forced to make sure that they're uh, that everybody who works for a federal contractor is uh, is vaccinated. Uh, they're they're applying for for religious exemptions, Chris, and the, they're getting form letters saying no, which means they're not doing what the law says they must do, which is evaluate each individual request for an exemption uh, on its own basis, on its own merits. They're basically just stamping out the letter saying nope, 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 nope. So. I think people who want to make a religious exemption request are probably feeling very defeated before they even start. Well, that, that uh, thank you for that update. And let, let's and we're all working through this together. So let me explain. 
our office has received calls from people who work with the TSA. Uh, we've been in contact with those who work with the USDA, those who work with Smuckers Corporations or Corporation, or those who uh, B&W is another one that's mandating down here in uh, Summit County. Also, uh, hospital groups, okay? So, and in fact, even Kent State University. So we have had people who have been granted religious exemptions that work at Kent State University, uh, the hospital associations. Uh, we're still waiting to hear back as to what Smuckers is going to do. So far, it's just been their salaried uh, uh, personnel that has been mandated with the vaccine. They're trying to stay away from the pitfall of a union, and we know why now, because, of course, the, the power of the unions, right? So what is the Biden administration doing? They stepped, this, they stepped forward with this uh, step-by-step, using the power of the federal government, okay? And so that's where we saw uh, the definitely, first of all, federal employees, then federal contractors. Why did the airlines? Because the airlines took all that money and bailout money last year. They felt obligated, the CEOs did, and they announced that their own mandates. Well, they got blowback by the the pilots and the uh, you know stewardesses and the uh, mechanics unions and all that. So they had to roll that back. So this is... What we'd like to say in this instance, if you want your freedom, you're going to have to fight for it. So what's happening now with these federal employees? They're going to have to fight for it. They're going to have to file. So in other words, yeah, the administration is pushing as hard as they possibly can. It's like, you know, with daring you to file a complaint with the EEOC. That is your right. If you are rejected of your religious exemption, you can then file with the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunities Commission. The three things that may, may happen then. Uh, the administration process will take uh, three steps. They may choose to resolve the complaint between you and your employer. In this instance, it's the federal government. Number two, file a suit against your employer so they can actually do that on your behalf. Number three, uh, file a right to sue letter that clears the way for you to file a suit. Now, that's where Liberty Council says that's when we'll come in. Okay, and this is a nonprofit group. They don't charge for services. They can't take every case, but they may take your case uh, in the event that you are rejected of your religious exemption. And so you need to fight them. And so that's what we're telling people. You need to fight this thing. Don't go away. That's what they want you to do. They, you know, we, we need to turn around and, and hold the line, and we need to fight back against this ridiculous mandate and this tyranny against our individual rights. So people are getting accepted of their religious exemptions, especially in the private sector right now of some public institutions as hospitals. Why? Because they don't want the feds coming in investigating them as to why they were denying people's religious exemptions. So, again, keeping it simple is what is important. All this information is available on our website also at ohioca.org or just uh, search Ohio Christian Alliance. And right there on the top, you'll see the information. Click on a couple of those links which is also the Liberty Council information as well as to how to fill out a religious exemption. Now, Bob, so what do we make of today's announcement? January 4th is the new date of the companies nationwide. Is that what the Biden administration is saying? Well, they are, uh, Chris, um, and, and I saw that as well. But once again, an order has not been given. This is this is governing by press conference and governing by press release. Here's a new release. The Biden administration published, his, published its vaccine mandate for businesses on Thursday, setting a January 4th deadline in line with uh, health care workers and employees of federal contractors. The administration said it was on strong legal legal grounds with the rule, etc., etc., etc. But 
sending that out to the press and saying January 4th is the date does nothing from a legal standpoint. He has not issued an executive order. OSHA has not issued anything that has the force of law behind it. This is just telling everybody there's your deadline. And why? To scare employers into complying without an actual compliance order. In the same way, they tried to scare parents away from school board meetings by saying, FBI's coming. Well, that FBI order was never actually given, and they never had any intention. This was a memorandum saying this is what we're going to do, all to scare parents away from school board meetings so that they'll stop pointing out all of the uh, horrific things that are going on in uh, in schools across the country. That's what this is, Chris. This is, and I'll ask you, this is my opinion, this is, this is an attempt to scare people into thing, saying there's a mandate, when no such literal legal mandate has been given either by, via executive order or through um, uh, through OSHA. Well, that's right. And there were 16 state attorney generals, Dave Yost was one of them, that signed on to a letter to the administration when they first made that announcement that they were going to mandate employers nationally that had 100 employees or greater that they were going to mandate the vaccine. Uh, that letter gave uh, was a shot across the bow and said, go ahead, make our day. In other words, we'll we'll see you in court if you do that. So they've been, like you said, sidestepping this all along the way, not actually issuing the order, seeing how many will voluntarily comply with the, the their nonsense and silliness about this mandate of the vaccine. And I, unfortunately, there are businesses, and even here locally in Ohio, in Northeast Ohio, that are forcing a vaccine mandate on their own, and they're actually creating great havoc within their own ranks and as a company it doesn't even make business sense you know a lot of times we hear uh, bob that you know well that's business sense well there's no sense about the or logic about this at all because these are hard-working people committed to their companies and now being threatened with termination of employment over a vaccine that they can't take either for medical reasons personal reasons or religious reasons and it doesn't make any sense to me we are seeing our freedoms eroded before our very eyes No question about it. Chris, I think it's a fantastic public service that you and Representative Wiggum are offering tonight. So for those who are feeling the pressure and who are going to feel the actual mandate or lose their job uh, to get one of these big pharma profit shots, um, if you want to know how to fill out a, a religious exemption and how you can actually use your faith, uh, properly to perhaps protect your liberty, your medical liberty, then you might want to attend this tonight. So it's uh, at the Nazarene Church in Wadsworth, 743 High Street. Um, if you want more information, it's ohioca.org, right, Chris? Ohioca.org. That's right. I appreciate so much. Chris, thank you for coming on, and thank you, thank you for the work that you do, and please uh, give our best to Scott Wiggum as well. We're happy to help. Thank you. God bless. Thanks, sir. God bless you, too. 952, that's important information. I hope it's valuable to you, and I hope you'll make use of it, particularly if you are out you know, Medina County way. But it might be worth the drive, even if you're not, uh, to get this information. If you really need to know how to fill out a religious exemption and find out what your rights are, uh, then you may want to attend that important event tonight at 7. Right back after this.